0: This is a true story. It's rare that your personal life ties into guest booking at times. But over the weekend, based on the Big Ten news last week, my girlfriend asked me, hey, is the East Carolina Marshall game on still for August 29th? And I genuinely didn't know the answer. So I thought, I know someone who might have some insight on that. How about we get in touch with the Director of Athletics with East Carolina, John Gilbert, who's kind enough to join us here. Before we get into, I mean, there's a couple of housekeeping notes to get to very quickly before we get to a broader discussion on what's going on in college sports. So let's just knock these out real quick. How confident are you that football is going to be played, that Marshall's going to be at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium on August the 29th uh, to face your Pirates?
1: I I would say reasonably confident. Uh, Obviously, I think the next two weeks we're we're going to know the fate of of college sports in general. you You've seen a couple other leagues that have have pushed to the spring. Um, I, I think we'll know in two weeks' time for sure.
0: Obviously, Marshall is a part of the group of five as East Carolina is. You have a game set for September the twelfth at South Carolina where a lot of people are believing that it's trending. For especially the Power Five conferences to play only conference schedules, what's the latest you can tell us about your discussions with Ray Tanner and that game on the twelfth in Columbia?
1: Well, uh, Coach Tanner and I've talked uh, multiple times this summer., uh, we talked as um, you know, as early as last week. You know, all indications we're going to play the game. We're, we've had no discussions about what it would look like if the game is not played. And and so un- unless we're told otherwise or the SEC makes a decision, um, you know, we're still planning on playing a 12-game season uh, as scheduled. Now, again, I, I really think the next two weeks, both from uh, an institutional, I think you'll see schools are starting to decide, you know, what their fall is going to look like. And then obviously I think all the conferences in the next two weeks will decide what their fall is going to look like.
0: We're being joined by East Carolina Director of Athletics, John Gilbert, here on Sports Triad. When the Big Ten news came out last week, I immediately thought about you guys and App State, which is set to play at Wisconsin or was set to play at Wisconsin before the news and has a game at Wake Forest even When I think of App and ECU, I think of places that have their athletic identity based in football and playing Power 5 schools. If that ultimately doesn't happen, John, how big of a toll does that have on the group of five altogether?
1: Well, certainly part of the financial makeup of the group of five is to play guarantee or or buy games. Um, We've been fortunate over the next couple of years – You know, I don't think we have a a guarantee game until 23 when we go to Michigan. I I think they're important, though. Like I look at this year, uh, going to South Carolina is really important for ECU because we need them to come to Dowdy-Ficklin the following year. So, you know, we're not necessarily missing out on a guarantee if that game doesn't get played, but we are, uh, I would say – concerned about making sure that they
0: would return the following year you mentioned uh the the leagues that are moving to spring specific to east carolina i was thinking about clemson athletics last week or maybe two weeks ago putting out a survey to fans which one of the questions included in it would you uh, prefer a fall schedule with no fans or a spring schedule with strictly talking about the economics not what you would prefer because obviously you'd love to have football in the regular cycle, but just from an economic perspective, from a place like ECU where football is so important, what would be more beneficial, a fall schedule without fans or a spring schedule with?
1: Well, for, for schools like ECU, um, playing without fans is more of a financial hit in that You know, we would play the games, uh, no fans. We still have all the expense of putting a game on, traveling to a game, all the ancillary costs with playing both home and on the road without the revenue. If you don't play the games at all, certainly you have the revenue hit that is big, but you also... You don't have all the expense from it, so your bottom line is actually better for a school like us. Uh, in that case,
0: does that mean the idea of spring football isn't that scary to you? Well, I, it,
1: like I'm not an advocate for spring ball, and, and I think that you know for a couple reasons. N- number one, I, I what we don't know on spring football is. You know, what will the TV networks do with spring football and all the other inventory that they have? Will they value it the same? You know, because obviously that's another big funding piece for all the the conferences and their TV contract. The, the, The next component is the, you know, we do approximately 225 to 230 events all year. Uh, athletic events, primarily at night and and also on the weekends. Well, if, if you leave everything the same and you try to condense it all in the spring, it it really is very difficult to do. And then third, which is probably the most important component of all this, is I, I do worry about uh, the safety and well-being of our student-athletes. If we tried to play a full spring schedule you know then you have the summer and then we come back in the fall and play another fall schedule that that's um, that's a lot of football in a very short window and I'm not sure that that's good for the game either
0: also let's not forget who's to say that we are uh, in a situation we have a virus or excuse me a vaccine for the virus By the time we get to January and February, not completely guaranteed that would be at that point. John Gilbert with us here, ECU Director of Athletics. So I know you've said the next two weeks are going to be very telling, but take me behind the scenes on conversations you're having with Mike Houston and the football staff and other fall sports. Is there a hard date, if we're just keeping it with football, that you believe is out there where a decision has to be made?
1: You know, I, I look at we go in late July. We go into our twenty-hour week because we play week zero. I, I would say the end of July to August one is really our drop dead date. Um, you, you know, we're going to need to know one way or the other at, at that point, and, and so th- that's really kind of where I have my calendar circled.
0: Well, John, I just appreciate you spending some time with us. It's very illuminating. It's good to hear from someone like you who has as much knowledge as you do and as much insight and gives us a a much better sense to realistically set our expectations for where things might be and where we might be headed. Thanks for doing this.
1: Well, happy to come aboard and want everyone to continue to wear their mask to, to make sure we can get back to normal as quickly as possible.
0: Well said. Thanks, John.